Hey guys, I'm back. This is my review for P Valley episode 10 called Mississippi Rules um, season finale. Let me tell you this. It wasn't as explosive. It wasn't as like, there weren't a whole lot of like, or any for that matter, casualties in this episode, like a lot of people thought. I thought it was going to be like the ending for season one where we had murder night and Montavious was actually killed uh, that night. We've had casualties in the season, but definitely not in the season finale. So it start, it picks up where it left off last episode. That is with um, uh, Andre, Haley, and Brittany, who is Andre's wife, is in the house. You know, Andre and Haley coming in, they're kissing and carrying on, and the wife is there, and she's like, oh, is this your campaign manager, you know? Um, so Andre and Brittany get into an argument. This woman is literally upset, angry, hurt, whatever, because Andre is dealing with another woman. And she actually knew about another woman. So, but to actually see her, yeah, it was a problem. And, 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 and Haley is sitting there the whole time they're arguing. Haley is sitting there, well, leaning against the window, listening to this argument. Now, I would have thought that Haley was, you know what, I'm just going to leave. Y'all go ahead and do what you do. But I think Haley wanted to make it clear to Brittany, like, I'm more than just a one-night stand or a side piece or, you know, some, somebody that's not very significant. I am very significant. I am very important. He really does care about me. I think that's why she stood around. So... We see um, they, they they are it, the background shows nighttime. Then eventually we start seeing the sun coming up. I'm like they've been arguing for a minute, and um, then Haley was like looking outside and there was the crowds forming. She said, "I think you know there's a crowd forming outside. I think the results are coming in." So then you know Andre looked at him. And he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna need a moment to speak to Brittany for speak to my wife and." You know, I think at that point, Haley was looking at Andre like, okay, I'm, you know, it was a reminder of what her place was. Andre put her in her place. So Haley walks out and then, you know, we hear the conversation about, you know, Brittany talking about, you know, how she loves Andre. She want to make this work. And, you know, Andre was like, you know what, the person that you fell in love with is not the person that I am. And all of that. He talked about his father. He said, I couldn't tell you the truth about my dad. If I did, would you have married me? You know, Andre was given off very much so that I married you because you were a means to an end. You come from a good family, you know, that could position me socially in a better place, even though Andre's an attorney. So that's the way, that's the way I got the conversation. He was never in love with Brittany. And then Corbin walks in the door and Corbin's trying to interrupt everything, talking about, yeah, we need to go outside. You know, the, the big announcement's coming, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. So anyway, the announcement comes through. Long story short, Patrice Woodbine, <laughs> she ends up winning. I, I you know, and I, I, I really, I'm glad that she did win because Andre... Even though he's from Chuckaloosa, he didn't grow up there. He grew up most of his time in Atlanta, you know, so he needs to reestablish himself. He needs to really, he says he's going to open him a, um, a law office there. He needs to establish himself in the community. And 
gain the trust of people, even though he was ahead in most of the polls and all this and that. So while he's making this announcement, his wife is outside with him and Haley's looking and, he, and when he made the announcement about opening a law, law practice there and all of that, um, you know, Haley had asked him, you know, is, do you, is your wife going to stay? And he was like, I don't know what she's going to do. I, I, and I honestly, I don't, I think the wife is going to stick, stick around for a little bit. I think she feels that she can make it work if she stays in Chuckaloosa, Chuckalisa. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to keep with Haley. Haley goes ahead and calls Patri um, the lady that she was doing this deal with. Remember, Haley wanted $5 million because the pink is right there where the waterfront is, which is what they would need in order to build this casino. That is a Mississippi rule. Well, come to find out, when she called the lady and the lady was like, oh, yeah, I knew you'd be calling me soon. And Haley is really like, well, I wanted five million. Well, I'm sorry, I wanted 10 at first. But, you know, I'm feeling a little different now. You know, I want 15 million. And the lady was laughing at her like, girl, are you serious? And she was like, yeah, you know, even though my candidate didn't win, it's all right. The referendum still passed. So the value on the land for that where the pink is. I'm sorry, the value for the pink is what it is. It's going to be 15 million. The lady was like, you know what? A few days ago, when we were initially talking. I needed you and I needed the pink. Today, I don't need you or the pink. You know, the water is going to come to me instead. And Haley didn't quite understand what she was talking about. Neither did I. I'm like, the water's going to come to you instead. What are you talking about? Well, so the deal is off. So Haley doesn't get this no million dollars. She gets nothing because she's not her. The pink is not necessary anymore. Now, remember, we saw last episode, we saw Clifford and Corbin talking out in the cotton field and about this water redirecting the water. And we've been hearing all these references about how the water always finds its way back to its origins and all of that good stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of referencing to water moving in a different direction. So with that being said, Haley does see the newspaper and it shows that Corbin and Wayne are building, building a canal. And this canal is going to go through Corbin's land. So they don't need the pink. Corbin is going to have his own canal coming through. And this is where they're going to build their casino. So it's still happening. It's just that Haley's out the picture. Honey, Haley comes to... <laughs> storms into the pink because she knows that she is out of money. She comes in, attacks, uh, comes at Uncle Clifford about this doggone water, this canal that's being built and all this and that. Clifford's like, look here, I'm not even hearing what you got to say. I'm going to give you this 250K. And Haley looking at the check and she was like, this is from Corbin's company. And he was like, yeah. She said, so you made a deal behind my back. I'm the, I am the uh, the higher percentage owner here. He has to make a deal with me. And Uncle Clifford was like, well, no. Anytime you get 30% or more ownership into a business, you can actually negotiate any deal. And I have 33% of this business. Here's 250K. 
You need to take this. This is what you paid for the pink. And Haley was like, well, it wasn't for me. You know, uh, the pink wouldn't have been saved. It would have been on the auction block and blah, blah, blah. And Cliff, Uncle Cliff was like, and if it wasn't for myself and Mercedes, you would have been dead. So I'm going to need you to walk on away, take this 250K and get on out of here. And, you know, she's still mouthing off. And then you see Big L and Diamond coming through. They got a shovel and uh, a saw. I guess they warning her. They letting her know, uh-uh, you need to go. You need to disappear. So then she asked for interest. And they both was like, I think the interest with us hiding the body for you is interest enough. You need to move, move it on. So in the end, Haley doesn't have any money. Well, here's what she does. Haley gets a hold to the bank account and pulls down $42,000. So that's going to be her interest on the $250,000 that she already got from Uncle Clifford out of spite and being petty. And Haley heads out of town, okay? She disappears. She got on this white suit. She's pregnant. She has not spoken to Andre about, because, you know, Andre did ask her. He said, I know you wanted to talk to me about something. What was it? And I think because Brittany came back, which is his wife, Haley changed her mind about telling him about the baby or babies. She might be having twins. So she done left out. Of we don't know where Haley went. Haley done disappeared. She done left out of town. But I'm sure Haley will be coming back. Now, so Clifford got his club back. Um, Little Murder is doing a performance, right, at the club later on that night. He's going to do his performance. And before he goes out there, he looks in the mirror at himself. And his version of the mirror look because the mirror I don't think was broken. But when he looks at the mirror, he's looking at it as if it's broken up into several pieces and there are different versions of himself. Is he LaMarcus? Is he Little Murder? Is he the young man who's scared uh, don't know what to do with his life. Is it the young man that's out here uh, uh, gangbanging? Is it the young man who's scared to talk about his sexuality? You know, it's so many different aspects of this person, of Little Murder. Um, so he's, I'm thinking, when he get on stage, that he is going to come out the closet. But instead, what he does is he actually goes out there on that stage and he raps acapella directly to Maine. Now, remember, they had just had a fight. And because this is the night they had um, they'd already had this fight. They cleared up the fight. Maine comes back in, and Maine walks up front to the stage. Because I think Maine thought that he was going to intimidate uh, Little Murder. But instead, Little Murder sent a message to him through a song called Seven, Seven Pounds of Pressure. Se yeah, Seven Pounds of Pressure. He, he acapella sings that first verse directly, not sings, raps it directly to Maine, letting Maine know what time it is. He didn't say that he killed Pico by name, but you can infer from the song he's letting him know, I'm putting you on notice, and this is what I did to Pico. That's the way I took it. And Maine took it the same way. He heard, he got the message. And then after he said that first verse, then he went on, they played the music in the background. I said, ooh, that was a warning shot. That was a definite, clear, and direct warning shot. So once the show was, oh, well, then we get Mercedes comes out. Because, you know, Keyshawn done left. Mercedes comes out. She kills her performance. She, when I tell you that woman spun around, 
flipped over little murder, did splits and all this. I mean, she did the damn thing. That was a hell of a performance. I was here for it. Now, that performance is better than the one that she did on her so-called night that she was leaving in season one. But the difference here is this. She doesn't say what her next move is. And that's been a very prevalent theme for the whole season. You never tell people what your next move is going to be. You just go ahead and you do it. So she didn't say this is going to be her last night. But later on, when she talks to Uncle Clifford, she lets Uncle Clifford know that was my last dance. But anyway, after that whole performance, they go back in the dressing room and Uncle Clifford's back there upset. And I thought Grandma had passed away. Come to find out, he was like, no, Grandma didn't drink the water. Mercedes like, what does that mean? A little murder knew what it meant. And so she's coming home the next day. Good. So then we get a scene where, you know, that next morning, we got Little Murder and Uncle Clifford in the bed. And Little Murder asks Uncle Clifford, "How what you think of my performance? And immediately Uncle Clifford goes directly to what they did sexually. And Little Murder's like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the performance at the club. And, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, he didn't give him the, he was like, it was okay. You know, it was this, it was that, you know, he gave some constructive criticism and, you know, Lil Murph's like, okay, that's cool. You know, uh, I just need to understand that, you know, today I'm actually going to be leaving. I'm going on tour with Tina Snow. And that caught, again, Clifford didn't know this. And he was like, oh, so as soon as he mentions that he's going on this tour with Tina Snow that day, Uncle Clifford begins, basically broke up. She broke up with Little Murder. She broke up with him. She's letting him know you need to do your, you know, this is the end. Move on with your life. Do what you do. All that kind of good stuff. So she broke up with him. And I mean, she, yeah, that's basically what she did. Little Murder was a little hurt by that. <laughs> he was like, well, I guess I'll get my things and leave. Yeah, I guess so, right? So we later on, we see Grandma comes back to the house. And she is planning a party for herself. Unbeknownst to Uncle Clifford. She planned a party. Doorbell rings. It's Big L. It's Duffy. And it's one of the guys, uh, one of the uh, African guys, right? And, come, you know, look like the African guy and grandma might be a little item. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, look, I wasn't in the hospital calling folks about my last breath. I was in there trying to plan my own party. I want to have this big party. Me coming home, surviving COVID, this and that. So Uncle Clifford is fussing about it. He's not really for it at first, but he, he ain't got a choice. Then he gets a visit from his mom, you know, in his head. And she's letting him know that you're wrong about the situation with little murder. You, you, you know, you're letting this, your love walk away. That ain't right. Um, then she talked about her own life and we find out that, um, she was on drugs and she died from complications of HIV and AIDS. Okay. That's really what took her out of here. It wasn't love hurt her. It was the disease got her at the end. So uncle Clifford is in his feelings. He's in his feelings. He don't let this man go. She don't let this man go. And she's all hurt in her feelings about that whole situation. 
Okay, meanwhile, we got Mercedes. She's at home and she gets this package from FedEx. And when she opens a package, it's a picture of one of the pictures from the exhibit, the Mercedes experience that Farrah put together. And it's a check in it for $30,000. So she calls up Farrah. She's like, girl, what is this? And Farrah was like, look, first, because at first she thought it was the money that Coach owed her, but he actually owes her $40,000. And Farrah was like, no, that's called royalty checks. You know, I'm paying you for using your likeness and all that in the exhibit, it's only fair that you get paid royalty. She said, because sponsorships, they expire. Royalties live on. I said, oh. And Mercedes was like, oh, that's how that work in the art world? She said, well, no. But that's how but women can do what they want to do. So I don't know. I, I don't think we've seen the last of Miss Farrah. I think Miss Farrah is going to be around. I think that's going to be an issue later on. But I don't think we've seen the last of Miss Farrah. So Mercedes is able to open up her dance studio. And this time, instead of doing, you know, teaching young girls dancing, uh, because, you know, they had all the issues with, you know, not being able to pay and, you know, whatever. She's going to teach the Mercedes experience. There's a pole in here. So she uh, is practicing and everything. Patrice Woodbine shows up. Here comes Patrice. You know, she's Mayor Bishop. She did an interview calling herself Mayor Bishop. And she comes in there and she's talking down a little bit, shading Mercedes, Mercedes shading her back. And Patrice was like, look, here's the deal. I am going to be running both a church and the city. So I got a lot going on on my plate. Uh, I got a phone call or at least Shell called the church hotline and needed some counseling, needed some help. And come to find out she's going to be going into rehab. So with that being said, she wants me to take care of Terica. Well, you already see I'm busy. So here's Terica. I'm going to go out here and get the rest of her things. There you have it. So we got a little bit of good coming out of Miss Patrice Woodbine. So Terica's there. So, you know, Mercedes got her dance studio and she got a daughter. So things have finally we see some wins for Mercedes. Finally. Um. I'm going to go ahead and get to Keyshawn. Well, no, let me finish with Mercedes right quick. Mercedes is on her way home. She got the daughter. Maine and all his crew is out there in the front of the house. They, they right across the street. Mercedes come out. She's smiling. She's laughing. She did it. She introduced her daughter to Maine. Maine was like, okay. But Terica was looking, you know, she kind of was impressed with Maine. I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem. Miss Fast Terica. Okay. So then Mercedes peeped it as well. And Mercedes said, you just go, okay, go back in the house. You're good. That's it. Well, Maine is in his feelings because he didn't like the fact that his girl, Mercedes, is up there on stage dancing with Little Murder. And he's letting her know how he don't feel, what he feel about that. And she said, you know, I don't ever, you know, I'm not involved in that type of thing. I'm not interested in that. I'm only, you know, I'm team pink. I don't do the whole gang thing, blah, blah, blah. He's still in his little feelings about it. Then he's like, you need to tell that f word to watch his back and immediately because it was a gay slur she thought it was against uncle clifford she said i know you're not gonna be called uncle clifford out of her name blah 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 and he was like no i'm talking about the other individual come to find out little murder and it's no shock the there's been conversation talk about little murder being gay 
Pico mentioned it last season. I'm sure he talked about a bunch. A lot of different people have heard about Little Murder being gay. It's out there. It's in them streets. So anyway, that was that. We get Keyshawn. Keyshawn is supposed to be leaving, right? She meets up with Little Murder. He, you know, he gets off the tour bus and he gives her a bag of money that he owes her. And he's talking. They saying, you know, we gonna keep our secret, da da da, whatever. She hugs him. She's trying to leave. She goes over to Alicia's house. Now I don't know why she trusted Alicia, but anyway, she goes to Alicia's house, and Alicia still lives with the stepmother. This is where she left her kids for reasons I don't understand. Why would you even trust them? But okay, girl, she goes over there. The stepmother comes to the door and she was like, oh yeah, you know, I, it was so good to see the little ones and this and that, I haven't seen them in so long and they're gonna have good hair, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's a colorist. And um, she said, well, I called Derek and I said, you know, you had a lot of errands and Derek was unaware of all these different errands and blah, blah, blah. And you could see her sister in the background looking real pitiful. So, Keyshawn is in shock. She's like, oh, Derek got the kids. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came by. He said, you know, he didn't know you were so busy. She gets home to Derek, and CPS is there waiting for her. Chicago, um, not Chicago. Child Protective Services is there. And they're questioning. They're letting Keyshawn know that, you know, you've been on put on notice. There's been complaints and blah, blah, blah. Baby done got hurt. Derek done went and flipped it where it looks like Keyshawn is the one that's been abusing the kids. Keyshawn is the abusive parent. Keyshawn is irresponsible. He done set her up. And when the girl, when the lady was like, yeah, and you're going to have to be watched for six months. Um, we're going to come in here all the time and we're going to be investigating. We're doing this. And we're doing that. And all, at this point, Keyshawn snaps and she goes and runs and jumps on Derek, attacking Derek. The police tried to grab Keyshawn. She slapped the police officer, so we know she's going to get arrested. They put her on the floor, and she, sure enough, she ends up in jail. She calls, later on, we see she ends up calling Diamond. She calls Diamond. Diamond is sitting, he's at Miss Ernestine's party. Diamond is sitting next to Big Bone. Diamond gets the call. Big Bone is looking. Diamond walks away. Keyshawn, you know, tells Diamond, I need you to go ahead and handle that situation with Derek. So Diamond is in the process of doing that, but he ends up getting attacked. A lady comes up in a black hat suit and stabs him. Looks like might've been the kidneys. I don't know. Then there was a dude that show up and they fighting. Diamond gets put into the trunk of his own car with his own weapons back there. And we see it was Big Bone. Now remember, Big Bone is part of this whole gang that Montavious is part of. And because she was jealous of Keyshawn, she decides, because she was sent there to find out what happened to Montavious. And when she saw Montavious ring at, at um, Diamond's house, she already knew that Diamond had something to do with the disappearance of Montavious. So when she saw that, you know, but she didn't say anything. But when she saw that situation, the interaction between Keyshawn and Diamond and the feelings that were there, she got upset and she went here and made that phone call. And this is why Diamond's in the situation. So he's been kidnapped. I don't know how he's going to get out of that or if he's going to survive it. We'll see. So we got Little Murder and uh, Uncle Clifford, they talking. Okay. 
And because, you know, Little Murder shows up unexpectedly at Ernestine's party. And they have this conversation all about the relationship and, and Little Murder saying he's not going to go on tour. He wants to do his own thing. And Uncle Clifford's like, you crazy, blah, blah, blah. You need to go out there. I don't, he said, don't stop doing, pursuing your dreams because of me. I don't want, I don't want to bear the pressure of you not doing what you need to do because you want to sit back and be with me because I'm going to do what I need to do. So they back and forth. And then we get this interesting conversation about the history of Teak and Little Murder. Now, the way I interpreted it was while they were in prison, Little Murder paid the CO some money so that he could arrange for Teak and Little Murder to hook up in the closet. Was this consensual? Was Tick in for this? I didn't quite get that. Y'all let me know. I didn't know if that was consensual or not, but it ended up turning to a love affair and all that. And he explains he was in love and this and that. And he also lets him know that Tick ended up, you know, he, he had a hard time dealing with life and all this kind of stuff. And he ended up, you know, committing suicide. And Uncle Clifford's standing there like, okay, okay. You know, he's trying to process all of that. In the midst of all that, then Uncle Cliff got torn away because Big L, you know, discovers that, you know, there's money missing out the account. There are $42,000 in the hole. Haley done snuffed the account, child. So, you know, Uncle Clifford is just all in his feelings, understandably so. All in her feelings, I'm sorry. And... uh. <laughs> Big L was like, well, I guess running these drugs through here sounds like a good idea after all. And he offers Uncle Clifford two Percocets or Oxy, whichever one it is. So Uncle Clifford, I hope he's not going to become a drug addict. I guess he takes it because he comes out, he's high in Cooter Brown. He is singing and dancing to LTD's Love Ballad. Love that song. And in the midst of doing all this, you see someone putting their hands around her waist. And it was a little murder. A little murder came out the closet. Murder come out there. They are kissing. It is all good, honey. And everybody is looking. I'm like, well, little murder. It's like I'm gonna come out the closet. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna be true to who I am. I was like, come on, little murder. So that's that. So we got that going on. What else we got outstanding? Um, I think I done covered pretty much the main things here. Haley's out of town. We don't know where she went. Keyshawn is in jail. Diamond is in a trunk. He done got kidnapped. Little Murder and Uncle Clifford are out. An out couple. Everybody know what time it is with them. Um, Mercedes got her gym and she got her, got her dance studio and she got her daughter. Patrice Woodbine is the mayor. That's going to be a mess. Corbin and his brother Wayne are owners or whatever of this new canal that's coming through his land. That's going to be interesting. Andre is opening a law firm. I don't know what's going to happen with Brittany. I don't know if she's going to stay. I'm thinking she might. Uh, what else we got going on here? I think that's it. I mean, those are the main things. It was a good season. I, I, I really didn't think it was going to end this way. But I'm okay with it. I'm not complaining about it. 
it's cool. It's cool. Um, it didn't have to be a lot of casualties and all that kind of good stuff. Our bad stuff. It does. It does leave the window open for season three, and we have a lot of questions. We want to know what's going to happen. You know, there's a lot going on here, and there's a lot of unanswered questions that we are definitely, as the viewers, need to have answered. So that's what we got going on right now. P Valley, great. Looking forward to season three. Talk to you guys later. Peace.